These may be challenging times, but have hope and listen to the untold health stories about incredible people who have committed their lives to better their communities. Diverse health activists, direct medical providers, community organizers that are helping our communities to get healthier and stronger. Stories of local heroes during the pandemic and even before that proves over and over again that people can come together during times of need and make the world a better place. Stories you would never hear of, except at Healthcare Untold, hosted by Barbara Ann Garcia. Our guests today are Tony Nunez, a regional journalist in the Santa Cruz County region, and Dory Rose Inda, the CEO of Salud para la Gente Community Clinic. Welcome to Healthcare Untold, Tony and Dory. Thank you. Thank you for Glad having us. Glad to be here. You know, you're both doing really important work as members of the newly established Pajaro Valley Health District Project with a major focus on keeping your local hospital, Watsonville Community Hospital, from closing its doors. So, Dory, tell us about Salud para la Gente Clinic and why it's important to keep Watsonville Community Hospital open. Well, thank you again for having us on uh, on the podcast, Barbara, really glad to be on. Um, Salud para la Gente uh, is a federally qualified health center. We've been in, in Watsonville and Pajaro Valley serving uh, this community for over 40 years, as you know, because you were one of the founders. Thank you very much for that uh, incredible effort that brings us to today. Um, currently, Salud um, has uh, uh, a full set of comprehensive services. Uh, under one uh, one virtual group because we actually have uh, 11 clinics, but uh, we have a uh, full primary care uh, service that includes um, pediatrics and um, OBGYN and family practice. We have optometry and dental services uh, and, and behavioral health and a number of supportive services and specialty care that uh, our patients um, need. We're specifically uh, uh, regulated and mandated and missioned um, and funded by uh, the federal uh, federal government and the state to ensure access to primary care, regardless of ability to pay and in insurance. And we do that for about 30,000 patients in the Parker Valley, um, most all of whom are uh, a uh, the same population that Watsonville Community Hospital serves. And so uh, in terms of being able to sure, ensure that uh, our patients, who really make up about half the Pajaro Valley, if you look at the, the total population, have access to the full spectrum of health care, uh, Watsonville Community Hospital is very important to their health and well-being. Um, I just, I think there's a number of, if, if you, I, I think there were two parts to your question. One is about Salud and why is the hospital important to Salud? Um, I, just to add to that, you know, the, the Watsonville Community Hospital, um, to not have it would mean our patients would have to, to drive, um, sometimes in traffic, 45 minutes or more to the nearest hospital. Uh, the population we serve uh, is often, um, transportation challenge. It may be a family that has only one car, the car is older and, and not, um, not necessarily going to make it over the hill or in traffic for 45 minutes. And so it would be a real, uh, it would have a real impact on the families that we serve. In addition, um, Watsonville Community Hospital, because of the community it serves, is able to provide uh, in language 
uh, in Spanish and in the Seco and Indigenous language services. Um, and actually, uh, more babies are born at Watsonville Community Hospital than any other hospital in the area. And so, um, if you can imagine under those circumstances having to drive a long way or be worried about how you get to the nearest hospital, it could have some real impacts on, on uh, the outcomes of uh, healthy babies. And uh, in addition, we, you know, we serve, uh, Salute serves, um, and the hospital serves a population that uh, both um, has insurance sometimes through an employer and sometimes not. Uh, many people who are uh, uh, have Medi-Cal or Medicare, and um, that's that's a population that would really be challenged by having to find other providers. And in addition, the other hospitals in the region would be very challenged to take on uh, service uh, to to that population or to more of the population than they already serve. Um, so those are those are really for salute uh, many of the key reasons why Watson Community Hospital is so important to our community. Well, those are great reasons. And, you know, 45 minutes to an urgent care or emergency room is, um, you know, it's risking people's lives if you don't have a hospital a little bit closer for particularly strokes or heart attacks, right? So I do think that uh, the work that you're doing at Salud and the connection to primary care and acute services is so linked. And so it's so important. But Tony, why that Pajaro Valley Healthcare District project? Why was that developed or uh, and put into state um, legislation? Yeah, so the, the healthcare district, I think um, when I think about why we stood this healthcare district up, um, the word that comes to my mind is stability. Um, you know, I, I think we, at least on the healthcare district, through all of the presentations over the last uh, four months or so since we were appointed to the board, um, the statistic that, you know, the Watsonville Community Hospital over the last 21 years has had 20 CEOs during that time is one that really sticks out in my mind. And um, it's really difficult to have some sort of, um, you know, for, uh, North Star, so to speak, in terms of what uh, services you provide in terms of your uh, strategic plan of how you're going to provide healthcare to uh, the community of the Pajaro Valley, if you don't have someone that is there for an extended period of time, or if you don't have uh, leadership that is there, despite the struggles, despite the, you know, um, and when the successes are there as well, too. And so I think that that was a, a big reason why um, the health district was stood up and why we decided um, or why it was decided by the healthcare district project um, that was uh, our predecessors in, in this effort um, to bring this together and bring uh, the hospital back into public ownership and also have it be a, an, a government entity that's ru uh, ruled and um, is, is governed uh, with, uh, with the Brown Act in mind, you know, so that the decisions that the healthcare district makes, um, the, the five board members, um, all of these decisions that are that we're making are uh, within the public's eye and um, is open and all the decisions are open to the to public scrutiny they're open to uh, public input and I think that that um, you know as a journalist um, is really something that I I really believe in I think my fellow uh, board members believe in as well too is um, you know uh, it's it's been very difficult to understand the inner machinations of what is happening at Watsonville Community Hospital over the last, um, you know, especially in, in, since 2019, when it was first uh, sold um, to the previous owners. 
um, and what what that process looked like. It was just a really opaque uh, process, um, and and um, understanding what is exactly is going on at the hospital has been something that, at least as as a regional news editor, several of my readers and our subscribers have said, um, I still don't understand what's happening over there. You know, um, can you please look into this? And even then, it's very difficult to understand. And I hope that uh, with this healthcare district um, being stood up and hopefully running this hospital in perpetuity for several decades, we can sort of uh, make that a, a more transparent and more easy and, and an easier um, uh, 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 thing to for the public to understand uh, because healthcare can be extremely complicated. The picture I try to paint by the description is that the, the Parker Valley Healthcare District project um, was formed as a nonprofit to do all the work necessary, take all the steps necessary to form the healthcare district um, and to acquire the hospital. So the project is a, is a in some ways a an interim nonprofit that's doing all doing this work and standing in the shoes of the future owner. The healthcare district was formed to be that owner. Upon um, a lot of analysis and research, the, the district determined it was best to form a nonprofit corporation as the hospital operator under it. So the structure going forward is the district, which is an accountable quasi-governmental uh, public, uh, publicly elected um, district board, um, has a nonprofit uh, corporation under it called the Pajar Valley Healthcare District Hospital Corporation, and it will be the operator of the hospital. Beautiful, beautiful. I think that's a great, um, you know, combination of the sectors, right? You got government sector and the nonprofit sector coming together to ensure that hospital services continue in a community. And, and it could be a future kind of model for other communities. Dory? I just wanted to add something to what uh, Tony brought up also. Um, I, I want to just tie it, uh, tie some of what we are doing as uh lessons or um, outcomes of COVID, you know, I think um, during COVID and from Salud and, and all of our partners in the in uh, in Watsonville and the Parker Valley uh, through education and industry and government, we all uh, health, uh, public health and uh, all of the partners, um, we, we really kind of understood and saw what we knew prior um, but it was named out loud that the people who live and work in Watsonville are essential. They're essential workers. They're families of essential workers. And um, while while we had uh, intuitively known that in our own work, it was called out during COVID um, and named. And I think that makes this transition even more important to um, to be able to carry forward the importance of having access to a full spectrum of healthcare uh, that keep our essential workers and their families healthy and well and um, able to provide for themselves and able to provide for the rest of us the, the healthy food that we all need to, to um, be on our tables every day. So I, I just, I wanted to add that, um, that lens uh, 
of momentum coming out of our lessons during COVID. Absolutely. And uh, Salupa La Gente is named Health for the People. And that's kind of what your goal has been. And it sounds like that's the continuation of this district as well as to ensure. And we want to just really highlight the fact that this is a, a, a large Latino and Latinx community um, and a large farmer community, uh, as you call the essential workers. And so um, it's so important for this community to come together and to, uh, you know, really advocate to keep their local community hospital open. And this health district board, I think, is going to be in such an important uh, role in doing that. But I hear that you are purchasing a hospital as a district. So tell us a little bit about how that financing and how you how you how you think that is going to happen and what the kind of efforts you've already done. So uh, the project, again, is really walking in, it, it's doing the work and walking in the shoes of the future owner. So it is it is the, the purchaser and the asset purchase agreement, which is um, has been entered into the bankruptcy of the hospital. And um, upon close, uh, our role gets transferred um, and, and the assets of the hospital get transferred to ultimately to the healthcare district. Um, the way that uh, we we have been working to pay for that um, is through a tremendous amount of hard work across um, all hands uh, from local to state. Uh, I'll start with an incredible leadership and advocacy by Senator Laird, assembly, uh, supported by Assemblymember Rivas and Stone. Um, and that resulted in uh, $25 million state funding that was included in the budget that is for the acquisition of the hospital. Um, in addition to that, um, we have had uh, local uh, county contributions from both Santa Cruz County and Monterey County. We've had uh, Central California Alliance for Health uh, significant funding um, and uh, from Kaiser significant funding and from uh, over 500 donors at this point. Uh, local businesses um, and individuals who have contributed to the to um, the effort, and, and also significant uh, contribution from Blue Shield. So we have um, we have been able. We we knew that the total cost, and I'll break this down a little bit, is sixty seven million that we need to have in order to close acquisition. When I say that, the purchase price is only nine million. But the cost of keeping the hospital open, in other words, that it didn't close at the point that it entered into bankruptcy, and the cost of make, uh, keeping the hospital open coming out of bankruptcy, um, transitioning safely and viably to the first few months of uh, and, and first year of um, hospital operations is $67 million. And we are um, currently at 65.5 million that we have been able to, <laughs> to reach. We have $1.5 million left. Probably by the time, uh, hopefully by the time the podcast is published, we will have uh, closed that a little bit. Um, but it is really uh, a, an incredible cross-sector, cross-strategy approach to funding that has gotten us there. 
Well, that's incredible, you know, um, to have a small community like Watsonville uh, be able to really be supported by um, both the state and eventually, I assume, the feds as well when you get your Medi-Cal status and um, they create, start creating their own revenue. Um, and uh, so I think that that is an incredible effort. And I see that Dory wants to say. I, I'm sorry, I forgot the city of Watsonville, who also just uh, just made a decision to add to their original donation of uh, contribution of 130000 to to make that 400. So I, I just didn't want to leave the city of Watsonville out. Absolutely. Yeah. You can't leave your own yeah. city out. That's no. right. That's right. And that really shows, you know, the effort of the entire community. And Tony, um, you know, as a journalist, um, how would you pitch this to our our listening audience um, to share and donate because on our page, we're going to have a place for them to do that. But give us your best there on uh, why it's important for our community and our listeners to uh, support this effort of keeping Watsonville Community Hospital open. Uh, yeah, I, I would just say that, um, you know, in, in our in my line of work, it's always the inverted pyramid theory. The most important thing comes at the top of the story. And uh, really, I think it was um, it was emphasized in our meeting yesterday um, that you know this is the largest fundraising um, campaign in the county's history. Um, that's what a lot of people are saying. I think we'd have to go into the history books to make sure that we're one hundred percent right on that. But to raise sixty something million dollars um, in a matter of five to six months is really an incredible effort. Um, and I, I think that we're never going to see anything like this quite again um, in our county's time. Um, and so I think that um, uh, I would encourage people to donate because I, I think that as I've had conversations with folks, whether it be business owners, whether it be uh, people with the county, people with other health uh, care agencies, it's been it's really uh, we leave those conversations knowing that it is the right thing to do. Um, and uh, I think that that is really at the end of it, what is driving these donations is that we need a hospital. Um, we understand how essential this service is to our community. Um, we understand that um, we have a lot of uh, uh, challenges in providing healthcare here um, to, our, to our community. And um, if we don't have a hospital, if this were to, for some reason, close, we understand just how uh, devastating that would be for our community. And so um, all of those conversations have ended with that is that, of course, I'm going to make a donation because I know it's the right thing to do. And um, I really, I think like Dory said, over 500 donors um, in, in a matter of five months. Um, it's, uh, it's really inspiring. And um, I think yesterday I, I said a little small statement during our public meeting um, and I almost got a little emotional because um, to think about all of the people who have donated, it's um, it, it does make someone it does make someone who has been a member of this community um, for the vast majority of my life, um, and someone who, like Dory said, um, and like you said, you know, there are a lot of Latinos in this community. Over eighty four percent of our community in Watsonville is Latino. Um, a lot of our families come from far worker families, and um, you know we understand. Um, that uh, the ultimate goal, right, in, in the uh, quote-unquote American dream um, is to go from the farm worker to the blue-collar worker to the white-collar worker um, to own a house and everything like that. Um, and I'm very happy to say that, you know, I was able to, to meet that dream. I was able to, to, to um, achieve that. But there's so many other families that are not able to achieve that. 
And, um, uh, you know, this hospital serves everyone. It serves the families that were able to achieve that American dream. It serves the, the families that are struggling to get to that American dream. And um, if this if this goes under, you know, I just it would be devastating, like I said, for our community. Well, it doesn't sound like it's under. It sounds like you all have done your incredible work of really doing that incredible fundraising and really saving a community hospital for a, a community like Watsonville. Uh, you're going to be proud for the rest of your lives. And so it's such an honor. Uh, Dory, would you like to have any uh, less? Uh, I, I just wanted to um, also really call out uh, our, our local ag industry, who's been a big contributor in Driscoll's who early on. Uh, took the lead in in sort of saying this is really important let's all get behind it by making a 1.75 million dollar contribution and an uh and a, uh, as a match which brought in 1.75 million dollars of of other donations so i just i really wanted to uh, kind of brush through industry contributions and business contributions and i wanted to call them out as, well as you know the important. agriculture community in watsonville is uh you know you're in a in one of the most important agricultural yeah. communities in the world in providing a food basket for the rest of the uh, of the world and the country. And so, you know, having the agricultural district, um, you know, contribute that is contributing to their workforce and exactly. ensuring that they have a healthy workforce. So exactly. I think that's really beautiful. Um, so on behalf of Healthcare Untold, uh, we just really want to acknowledge that coming together as a community to ensure the safety of their community and the health of the community by purchasing their local community hospital that was going into bankruptcy. That has to be a hero story. So we really want our audience to really contribute to this cause. And we will have this information in our write-up on the podcast. Any last comments from either Tony or Dory? Um, just that it's, uh, it is a pleasure to be here today and a privilege to be able to be working on this effort. It is one that is um, really uh, demonstrated the, the saying of it takes a village. It has been an entire village um, that has been inspired to put their hands on this. And it is um, a lot of work and it is exciting to get to this finish line of um, getting to acquisition August 31st and hopefully ownership transition to the district September 1. It is equally exciting to think about the future and the opportunity of the future for the Parker Valley Healthcare District to think about the health and the well-being of all of the people that live within those boundaries. Um, you know, it, it's very focused on the hospital and making sure that the services within the four walls of the hospital are, are viable and long into the future. And that is the highest priority right now. It also has this opportunity to think um, beyond those four walls and to really uh, be strategic about how we make sure our community is as, as healthy as they deserve to be. And from Tony, who's holding his three-month-old baby, that's one of the reasons you want a hospital in Watsonville to ensure your little baby is healthy as can be. So tell us, Tony, any last comments? Yes, I, I just like to say that um, uh, really as, as someone, like I said, that has been here for the majority of my life, I think that when um, a lot of Watsonville residents heard that this was happening, that this uh, hospitals going into bankruptcy. I think that the healthcare district project, um, our predecessors had already begun the efforts to possibly purchase this hospital, or at least to uh, think about the acquisition, but really coming together. Um, I think that uh, they had to move really, really quickly once <laughs> they had to move really, really quickly once 
um, that was the reality that the hospital was bankrupt and or was going through bankruptcy. And I think that everyone who was at the found who was a founding member of the Pajaro Valley Healthcare District Board um, or Healthcare District Project Board um, is I, I really want to thank all of them. I think they they understood exactly why we need this hospital and that um, this is really an essential service for not only the Pajaro Valley, not only Watsonville, but Santa Cruz County for, and as well as uh, North Monterey County, a lot of the residents there use this. And um, I, I just wanna thank them for realizing that, um, you know, the people of the Pajaro Valley matter. And um, the same thing at the state level and for everyone, all of our 500 donors um, and uh, everyone who has uh, been a part of this public process. I think that everyone, um, it's, it's just a really big nod to the Pajaro Valley and the people that make up the Pajaro Valley that you matter. And uh, that's right. I, yeah. That's right. Well, thank you. On behalf of Healthcare and Toad, we really want to thank the members of the Pajaro Valley Healthcare District Project, Dory Rose Inda and Tony Nunez. Thank you so much for your time today. And I know you have to get back to father uh, duties, Tony. So thank you uh, on behalf of Healthcare and Toad. And uh, we'll have more information for those listening to send your donation to ensure the Watsonville Community Hospital thrives in Watsonville. Thank you so much for both of your time today. Thank you for having us, Barbara. Thank you. And uh, Three Month Aldo says thank you as well, too. Healthcare Untold. Healthcare Untold. Healthcare Untold.